two of the biggest holidays hit back-to-back every year. That's right, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Even though they're ideally supposed to be all about Jesus, family time and sharing meals and memories, for us moms, they can end up being stressful. So how can we better prepare and plan ahead for these holidays so we can actually focus on what matters? Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. Wherever you find yourself today, multitasking or just trying to catch a quiet moment alone, I'm so glad you're here as we learn together how to live out our faith and point our kids to Jesus. Faithful 31 Moms is a love worth finding ministry, and I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Welcome, friends. Thanksgiving is just around the corner, and I've been thinking a lot about how stressful both Thanksgiving and Christmas can be for us as moms, with all the planning and the preparing that's involved. So today we're going to talk about that, finding balance in the holidays. But before we get started, I want us to please welcome Jana Broughton. I'm so happy to have you today, Jana. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Jana is a wife of 17 years and a mama of two. She also runs her own online children's boutique from home, and it's called Little Langs. We're going to learn a little bit more about that later. So without the holidays even considered, she's already a busy woman that we can all relate to. So I wanted to bring Jana on today to help me encourage you on this topic on how to find balance in the holidays. But before we get started with that, Jana, I always like to ask as my first question, it's a great icebreaker. Every mom has a different answer for this question. How do you like to have your quiet time in this season of life? That is a great question. Um, I am a huge morning person, so I love to set my alarm a little earlier than the rest of my home and definitely before my kids get up. Um, and I love to get a cup of coffee and just have a quiet house and a few minutes, you know, to myself before the crazy starts. Um, typically I like to start with an app that is called echo. I'm not sure if you've heard of that or not. And some of the moms may use it, but it's a prayer app and I love it. My pastor told us about it years ago and I've used it ever since. Um, Basically, it just helps me not be an empty prayer warrior for people. I know that when I reach out and ask somebody to pray, it's because I really believe in the power of prayer and I need them to be praying for me. So while I appreciate them saying a prayer right then, and I know I've done that for people, and then you just go on and get busy with your life. You know, we all do. And um, this app just kind of allows me to enter in everything I'm praying over or people I've told I'm praying for, or there's people and situations and that I've prayed for for years in there that people have no idea. You know, I haven't ever told them I'm just praying over them or um, my kids or, you know, whatever's on my heart. But after I go through um, my prayer time, I like to usually just do a a devotional I have, or I'm involved in a Bible study. Um, We're currently in the book of Daniel. Um, Depending on my time, I'll do one of those two things. But sometimes I just like to open up and read the Bible itself. You know, I love the book of James and Sometimes I love to read Psalms and Proverbs or Romans. And even if it's just a few verses, you know, for that morning, yeah, I love to just have that time. I feel like I'm a better mom <laughs> when I have a little, little quiet time before the day gets started. Absolutely. You know? And that's really neat how you shared that you're just really being intentional. Because I know people ask all the time, we'll text each other, call each other and say, hey, can you pray for me about this? And and I, I try to be really intentional, like you said, and be like, I'm going to pray for them right now so I don't forget. But that's, exactly. that's really cool that you 
stay doing that intentionally. What was that app? What was the app called again? It's called it's called Echo. Echo. E C H O. Cool. And um, it allows you to just input prayers, or you can click answered prayer, you know, and move that one out and input other things, and you know, it just holds me really accountable as a prayer warrior. That's a great suggestion. I like that. So as we get started on this topic today, finding balance in the holidays, I like that. I know holidays has like a weird stipulation with the Christian community, but it really is truly covering this subject for both Thanksgiving and Christmas today. So I thought that that was really purposeful because any mom could pick this up in between November and December and it it be helpful. So we are going to be focusing today on a passage from Luke chapter 10. It's verse 38 through 42. So any moms out there listening, I really encourage you to read that for yourself. It will be in the show notes. But Jana, would you read it for us today and share those passages with us so that we can get started on that subject? We're going to be talking about Mary and Martha. Sure. I'm in the, um, let's see, the ESV version. Okay. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken from her. Thanks for reading that. So Jana just read this passage about Mary and Martha, and I'll just throw out there, there are quite a few Marys referred to in the Bible, and around Christmas time, we're usually focusing on Mary, the mother of Jesus, right? But today, we're going to be focusing on this Mary. She is the sister to Martha and the brother to Lazarus. You might remember him as the one that Jesus raised from the dead. Um, but they are all three really good friends with Jesus. We see them on several accounts in the in the New Testament where they're with him. But today we're going to focus specifically on this passage. So Martha is the oldest, right, of the three. And we have, you're, you have an oldest child. I have an oldest child. We both have two. And clearly they have different personality traits, right, than the, than the babies. Absolutely. It's amazing. <laughs> so I think that she, being the oldest, felt the most pressure to be busy, to be doing things, to be a good host, to serve everybody. And so in this passage, we see that. And Mary is just content as she can be, just sitting at the feet of Jesus and worshiping Jesus And I think so many times I refer to this story like, I need to be more of a Mary and less of a Martha in this situation. Like, I'll just like say that to myself. And so I was kind of laughing about that when we were talking through planning this podcast, because Jana, as a mom, is your tendency to be more of a Martha or a Mary in this type of situation? Like when you are hosting, planning for the holidays and so many things going on, you know, I think anyone that knows me knows I am definitely a Martha in this situation. I mean, I run around, you know, when I was thinking about this story, I run around and, you know, vacuum and pick up the house and make sure my counters are wiped when friends are coming over. You know, I can't imagine how I would feel getting ready for Jesus to come over. Right. Right. But um, I just, 
you know, to my core, I'm a go-getter, a mover, a shaker. I like to be busy. Um, I do have a hard time sitting still. You know, I have to make a conscious effort to do that. In fact, my mom, her grandmother name is Go-Go. And there's a reason. (laughs) I just, you know, I get it honest. My grandmother was like that. My mom was like that. It's just who I, it really is who I am. But, you know, I do think a lot of us, and myself included, do have qualities of both Mary and Martha. I mean, both of these women loved Jesus and both were serving him in different ways. You know, the problem was that in Martha's desire to serve, she was neglecting her guest, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, you know, as I read this passage, I found it interesting that Jesus doesn't blame her for being concerned about her chores. He was just asking her to set her priorities. We all know that, especially in these holiday seasons, we are so busy thinking about the the planning, like the cooking, the cleaning, the shopping, the wrapping, like all these things. So busy. And I just, I'm really convicted, I guess, this holiday season, I want to be done with that so that I can sit around the table with my family. I want to be able to sit around the tree, read the Christmas story, watch everyone open every present and like not be worried about the trash, not be worried about the mess that can be cleaned up later. Exactly. And Let it go. I think over time, that's become a lot more of a priority for me, but I can remember when I first got married and first had kids, like it was really stressful and slowly but surely I've been working on it. But I thought a lot of moms can identify with this. You know, it, it's a real stress. For Absolutely. Sure. Well, you know, we always laugh because, you know, I tell my husband, I love watching his face when the kids open their gifts as much as theirs because he has no idea either. Right. <laughs> because we're the ones, you know. I mean, I might tell him and, you know, we're, he's definitely involved, but you know what I'm saying? As moms, usually we're the ones doing it, yeah. you know, and on top of everything else. And, um, you know, it's, it's a conscious effort, I feel like, to slow down and, and to really be in the moment. Absolutely. So when we see that Martha gets frustrated in this story, and you already mentioned this, but Jesus is gentle and he's clear, though, with her. And he says that Mary is doing the more important of the two. It's not that Martha's doing anything wrong or bad. It's just that the more important thing is to focus on him and worshiping him. And so we know this as moms being busy. Um, it's unavoidable, really, for us to be not be busy some during the holidays. Absolutely. But... Over time, like, what are some things that you could suggest to do, like to plan ahead? So let's say while the kids are still in school before Thanksgiving or Christmas break or things that you could do to make your life a little easier once the kids are out of school and at home and things kind of ramp up and get crazy. Um, Do you have any ideas that you want to share with us? You know, I, I find for me, the more organized I am, the happier I am which ultimately sets the tone of our home. You know, my mom has always told me that, you know, as a mom, you set the tone of and the mood for your entire family. And if you think about that, you really do. And that's a lot of pressure, right? But the more organized I can be, whether it's, you know, even just throughout the year, um, planning ahead with meal planning, you know, I typically like to look at my calendar. And, and I used to be really good about planning for the week, 
But I, I found for our family, sometimes I would throw out food or, or things wouldn't go as planned. So I just kind of like to think of it in about three-day increments. But honestly, I even have already started buying Christmas presents. I've been buying them for the past few months. You know, if I'm out and about and I see something, um, I just try to go ahead and buy it. And I, I actually make a note in my phone. I have a folder and um, it's secretly hidden, you know, so my <laughs> kids can't find it. But um, because if I buy it, oftentimes I forget, right? Oh, oh goodness. Like what on earth have I bought them? And then you end up buying more. But if I write it down and keep it hidden, I have it organized by person. I know exactly. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot I had that for her. And so it just helps me. I feel like it's, it's the way I organize and it works for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course, I love to wrap presents and I try to have all of that done, you know, while the kids are in school, just put away so that I can, because my son's birthday is right after Thanksgiving. So I feel like, you know, for us, I found that I like to put up the tree really the weekend before Thanksgiving. And my husband always makes fun of me and says, I, I skip holidays, but it's not that I skip holidays. I just really know that once Thanksgiving hits, you know, we're out of town usually, and then it's birthday and then Christmas and it can get in this whirlwind if you don't watch it. Right. And so if I can just be one step ahead, I feel like I'm not rushing around and I am, I am enjoying the moments, you know? Yeah, I absolutely agree. That's funny. We're very similar. I keep, I keep a note on my phone too, that's locked with all that, because it's not just your kids. It's like, you have to think about, you have to buy your in-laws and your, your parents and your siblings and absolutely. people gifts or some people do it different where they draw names or whatever you do with your family. But you have yes. to buy more than just your children's gifts. So it's it's really nice to shop ahead because most people, including myself, I can't afford to buy all that in December. I, I know. It's so expensive. Yeah, I agree. And so well, it just makes it easier on all fronts. Yeah, right? that's a great suggestion. And then the meal planning is also great because when things are crazy in the holidays, I know everyone has parties to go to and you have to bring a dish or you're out late. So you need a quick dinner or something like that. So those are all great ideas to make things or do things ahead of time. And I also just want to throw out there today that Jana and I are compiling a little um PDF, just it's going to be a free printable on faithful31moms.com. You can look at it in the show notes and go to it. But it's just going to have some of our favorite recipes that for me are probably like five ingredients or less and can, even better can be put even in better. the freezer, the crock pot, like all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to get a couple from her and a couple from me. So if you could make your desserts ahead of time or, you know, have your meat done in the crock pot all day, then you wouldn't have to stress out as much over some of these holidays. So that's just something I'm throwing out there, just a little freebie that we wanted to give to you listening to help you out. But another question that I have for you, Jana, is owning your own business at home and being a mom, how have you failed or how have you succeeded in learning to turn off work um, or other things that you have going on so that you can be present with your kids. Like I can already say to y'all listening, she didn't even know I was going to say this, but the other day I got held up in some meetings and I was supposed to talk to her on the phone. And she was like, I have to talk by three because I have to pick up my kids. And, you know, that already showed me that <laughs> you're going to be like, that's when the clicker goes off. Like it's I cannot true. talk to you after that. And so that that already said a lot to me about this question, uh, you know, as far as how you're going to answer it. I know. But 
I think we had like four minutes in the car, didn't we? I didn't need much more than that. I, I got to the point. But she she makes that a priority, and so do I. So, like, you know, how have you in the past, like, maybe failed at that? Or, you know, what have you learned to succeed at that, to be more intentional with that? You know, I love this question. It made me reflect a lot on it because I wish I could say that I had succeeded at this all the time and always have, but I haven't. Um, and there was a time in my life, um, you know, I, I started my own business 10 years ago, but while I was starting it, I was working in pharmaceutical sales. And at the same time, I had a one-year-old and a newborn because my kids are 14 months apart because we're crazy. So, um, <laughs> so I do feel like that was, I look back and that was just a super busy time in my life um, that I would say I failed at, you know, shutting things off and um, I mean, I think I was there a lot too, but you know, there was just always things to do. Um, I will say the turning point for me is really when my kids got in grade school. And I think that um, moms of kids in elementary school and middle school will understand. I mean, when you open up that window to get eight hours a day, that is, that is huge for, for me. And um, you know, I just, before that, I feel like it was a constant juggle, right? And I would go in there, I would get up early before the kids woke up and I would stay up late after they went to bed because I wanted to be with them. But at the same time, I was working all the time, right? Behind the scenes. Um, whereas now I really do feel like I have eight good hours, right? Where I, I know how I like my day to flow and I try to prioritize, you know, um, okay, I like to start my day with quiet time. And then my husband takes the kids to school and I like to exercise. And after that, you know, I have my list of things that have to be done that day. And um, sometimes I get it all done and sometimes I don't. But I also have come to this point in my life where I realize that, you know, at three o'clock, my my real job starts right with my kids and being a mom and being there for them. And my kids are almost 13 and 14. They're in seventh and eighth grade. And so, you know, Tom and I talk about this a lot, but, you know, my window with with them is small. I mean, you're talking four or five years and they're gone. And so when you look at it that way, um, I feel like it's really easy for me to shut it off <laughs> because once they get in the car, you know, I really don't talk to really anyone. I mean, I talk to my mom if, you know, but besides that, I don't call my friends to have long conversations, nor do they call me really, because I think everyone in this stage gets so busy that you just want to be there. And a lot of our conversations are in the car or taking them to activities or at dinner. And, um, I just find, you know, I often remind myself that Rome wasn't built in a day and, um, you know, there will be things that will always be there for me to do tomorrow. Um, so yeah, I just have to, I just have to remind myself of that, but you know, that's not to say I don't ever go back in there and do an order or do something that really does need to get out the door. But at the same time, I pretty much really do close the door and walk away. That's that's so great, though. That's so healthy. I love what you said, you know, when they get in the car, my real job starts. Because, yes, the other job brings you income and it brings you things that your family needs. And so it's important. Um, and, of course, your Bible studies, your exercise and all those things are great, too. But, like, your priority the thing that you only have for a short amount of time is your kids, really. When you think about it, exactly. it repeatedly says, you know, in Proverbs that we are like a wise person, a person that's seeking after the Lord, you know, 
in I'm obviously like not quoting it here. I'm saying it in my own words, but they are not lazy people. They are go-getters. So there's something to being a Martha, but also like being a Mary, like having that balance of being able to sit at the feet of Jesus in prayer, spending time with him, getting your stuff done ahead of time so that you're able to sit and be with your family and have that time with the Lord like we're talking about for the holidays. And so I think that that's all um, a great word. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm glad to have you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Enjoyed it. And so I shared earlier in the beginning that you own a children's clothing boutique called Little Langs. She has some really cute things, everybody listening. So, Jana, will you please share with any moms listening how they can find you on social media or your website? Sure. Um, our website is littlelangs.com, and it's L-A-N-G as in girl, littlelangs.com. Um, but we have a really active Facebook VIP group where we do a lot of daily sales and $15 tees and um, really cute things. So it's on Facebook, it's um, Little Langs VIP. And we're also on Instagram. But I thought I would offer a 25% off promotion for everyone listening today if they want to go order something. And um, they can just use the promo code Faithful31Moms at checkout. Perfect. I love that. That'll be great. I'll include all that in the show notes with links that you can click on and definitely use that discount code if you want to. And to further what we talked about today, preparing ahead of time so you can be present with your family, but also really keep the focus on Jesus. I wanted to share something that you may have seen on social media this month. We are starting December 1st a 25-day online Bible study called the 25 Days of Anticipation with the Faithful 31 Moms group. If you follow our social media, be sure to do that on Instagram and Facebook. It's at Faithful 31 Moms. It's a study that's short enough to handle, even for a busy mom with a daily scripture reading and just two paragraphs of a devotional thought. It'll come right to your email inbox. I'm going to be doing it alongside of you. And you're welcome to email me and communicate just things that the Lord is teaching you or things that he's been teaching your family. Maybe you do it with your children, which would be awesome. It's just December 1st to December 21st. So there's something every day. So I'd love for you to go on faithful31moms.com and sign up for that. Today, you'll be seeing it on social media. All those links will be in the show notes as well. Our friends at Love Worth Finding make this Faithful 31 Moms podcast possible. Love Worth Finding is supported by generous gifts from people who are blessed by our ministry. This month, we are offering the Names of God Christmas ornaments for a gift of any amount. These ornaments can be hung on your tree or your mantle, and it's a simple thing that you can do with your kids every day to keep the focus on Jesus this Christmas season. That is something really cool, and it will also be in the show notes I want you to look at. And I just want to thank you so much for listening today, and thank you so much for joining me, Jana. Thank you for having me. If you haven't subscribed to our podcast so you can be updated with the new episodes like this one when it comes out, please do that today and follow me on faithful31moms.com and on Instagram to catch all the latest. Thanks again and have a blessed day.